I will say this is a very <laughs> cutesy way of of of, uh, of showing human trafficking. <laughs> Welcome to episode 125. This episode of TLC, we talk about animals, human trafficking, board shopping, and Anton steps up his coffee game. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duan. Anton, how's the quarantine life been? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, I've been staying home, not really going anywhere, so that's a good thing. Um, I don't know. I've always been trying to find something to do, but when I... When I finally find something that I want to do, mm-hmm. something else comes up. It's either work or it's either um, helping my wife with something or um, just cooking. <laughs> yeah. Because it's kind of hard for my wife to like, you know, walk around uh, and do stuff now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I try to do whatever I can to make her meals and stuff like that. So, yeah. But so, yeah, go ahead. So, so Martha's been asking me, uh, yeah. at what point did, did Julie start showing Cause she's like, is your tummy growing? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen pictures. <laughs> okay, I, that's a good. Because uh, I, I know this good question. Because there's several. Uh, probably it's probably harder for you to tell because you see her every day. But because there's some pregnancies mm-hmm. where women seem to like, you know, progressively get bigger over the course of weeks, and there's some that like they don't show until the last three months, and then all of a sudden, boom, watermelon under the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of true. Um, I think it's usually the last uh, three months okay. where it like it, you know, the, the baby grows exponentially. And I think the reason why is because um, that final phase is kind of like pushing everything forward yeah. and downward. Adjusting. Yeah. So it's adjusting. So it's pushing everything uh, ahead. And um, yeah, it, it, it's very noticeable now. <laughs> I can tell you that it's very <laughs> noticeable. Uh, well, I hope I so. I don't know why I don't have pictures on here, but um, well, and that's the other thing too. You and you and Julie aren't very social. Like you guys don't post as often as you used to say six years ago, but you do post stories yeah. every now and then. Yeah. The the only reason why I mean you know the only time I do actually post something up is usually Snapchat or something. Yeah. Um. Because you're in the moment. That's why. I, <laughs> yeah. It's true. All right. Oh, I found a picture. All right, I'm going to send it to you here. Okay. Uh, boom. You say boom, but oh, there drops. it goes. There it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is at 33 weeks. That looks almost fake. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks like one of those pillows that you can yeah, put on your, your belly. Yeah. It looks Also, it kind of looks like those uh, stretched, not stretched out, but uh, uh, poorly done uh, panoramic shots where like the person <laughs> like, like, you know, accidentally tripped or like jolted their hand as they were panning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's yeah. cool, dude. So, I mean, uh, I I think the our recording schedule. You really have maybe one more episode before the baby comes. Yeah, I think uh, probably no, maybe two. Okay, if, if we're really stretching it, maybe two. Okay, because our next recording date is mm-hmm. four twenty three, and I didn't schedule another one because I knew we we're getting mm-hmm. close. So I I think we play that one by ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So other than that, uh, I mean, work has been pretty much at home i i made a website where customers who are in the orlando area mm-hmm. if they need like face mask uh fabric face mask um yeah the one that you have on right yep. there <laughs> how, how do you like it Dude, they're surprisingly comfy actually let me test this out does it muffle my voice enough or should i just take it off 
I can hear you fine. Okay, cool. Um, I'll just yeah, take it off because I can't attach it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, yeah. I like them. I, I thought that was going to be kind of weird, but uh, the elastic band is thin enough, uh, but mm-hmm. also strong enough to, uh, like, it stays snug and it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the material is thick, but at the same time, it doesn't, I don't feel like my, my breathing is constrained in any way. So I, I like them. I'm surprised by it. Yeah. So the CDC basically said, uh, you know, people who are residents, uh, citizens, they should wear uh, cloth fabric face masks. Yeah. And then leave the surgical and the N95 for the doctors, uh, the medical field. Right. The ones that so, dispose of it. So that's that's the big yeah. difference, too. It's in LA, too. They, they put it in the, uh, they made it mandatory starting tomorrow uh, on Ooh, okay. April 10th. Uh, mm-hmm. Citizens of LA have to wear some sort of covering when they're going out public. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I. I <laughs> That's the annoying part too. I see people, you know, put on the face mask and take off the face mask, but they do it wrong. They are mm-hmm. they are grabbing the face mask itself. They're not they're not taking it off properly. Uh, they are <laughs> adjusting the mask, taking it down to like talk or to do something, and then they put it back up. It's it's really bad. And then like I saw my girlfriend, I'm like this is why at first the CDC was not recommending gloves or or masks because people don't know how to use them. And yeah. same thing with the gloves. Like, uh, besides there being like a litter problem right now, where like people are seeing just random gloves on parking lots and all that. And all that the fact that uh, the way those gloves are tossed away tells me that they don't know how to take it off. There's a specific way you have to take it off where you don't accidentally contaminate your contaminate yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you have to basically uh, start with the bands. Yep. Yeah. Uh, before you even you you, you take one. Yeah. You well, the proper way is you take one off. And then you keep it bunched into the in, in the glove that you still have on, and then you slide in one finger or two underneath the elastic of the second glove, and then pull it off from the inside. So you're never touching the outside mm-hmm. with your bare hands. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other part, the, the dumb part is you're still touching your phone, your clothes with the gloves on. So even when you take them off, guess what? You're still contaminated. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, um, we I made a website for people to do local pickup. Yes. So basically, whoever wants to purchase these items, they can order online. And when they get to the parking lot, they just give us a call and we bring it out to their car. So that way they don't have to come into the store. Right. Um, but lately, a lot of people online are getting the wrong message, um, especially people who don't read the whole entire context of what we're doing <sighs> yeah. for people. Um, what they usually say is, oh my God, why don't you uh, donate these masks to the hospitals? Why don't you donate these uh, uh, gloves to the hospitals? And it's like, these aren't, these aren't surgical grade. um, Yeah, these aren't surgical grade. Uh, These are for pretty much uh, people to use personal use Mm -hmm. because of the CDC. Uh, And also, you know, we have latex gloves, which, you know, are great hospitals don't use latex they use nitrile gloves yes because a lot of people are allergic mm-hmm. they don't want to uh get sued is one thing they don't want to uh you know well, hit those people that are and also get allergic and, to yeah it. and also get mixed uh um effects or, or or you know body readings like you know they can have a, a yeah. allergic reaction to it and they might confuse the symptoms confuse the symptoms with what the, what they truly have yeah and i know that usually the nitrile gloves it's a little thicker and they're harder to break than latex. Yeah. Um, plus, yeah, plus they look I mean, cool. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> they're blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, they're blue for a reason. Yes. <laughs> as long as it's not red, it would be like, um, 
uh is someone bleeding or just my hands are red something you know yeah so yeah people are getting the wrong idea they don't understand they don't know how to hold contacts and stuff and especially a lot of people um who go online they think that you know we're not um essential business right uh, I mean, realistically, we're not, but we're providing essentials, which makes us yeah. an essential business. Right. We're strictly just selling that stuff. We're not selling any other products except that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we're we're trying to help the community. So yeah. pretty much, that's that's uh, what's well, going on. Well, I mean, it's um, like like Seven Eleven. They they're open. They qualify as essential, not because they're selling, but because they have things like toilet paper. They have. Uh, like soaps, they have deodorant, stuff like that, like, like hygienic stuff. So that's what you guys are doing. You guys have mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. what other companies are doing and shifted your focus towards um, stuff to help with the pandemic. Yeah, and it's crazy because, um, you know, people who actually come and pick up their stuff, they usually go online to our Facebook and give us a really good review because, uh, you know, they, their families really need this mm-hmm. stuff too. So they're trying to buy all this stuff to distribute to all of them. Yeah um yeah and especially like hand sanitizers we we've been trying our best to like find different sources because a lot of people need need hand sanitizers mm-hmm. uh even though i mean it's recommended that you wash your hands instead of yeah. using hand sanitizers but you know there there's a lot of people that you know um would like to have it handy you know if they well, needed to go do some small errands or something you know? I, I would imagine it's more handy yeah. for people that are stuck in a specific area say like check out mm-hmm. clerks at a grocery store or something like that that they can't step away yeah. and wash their hands regularly um no mm-hmm. yeah th- those supplies that you i mean you sent me the link to your your company's website um my my dad appreciated it and uh martha's family appreciated it um martha's um uh, mother well sister-in-law's mom i don't know how to make that connection mm-hmm. sister-in-law's mom made them homemade uh masks mm-hmm. because she's very crafty and uh and mm-hmm. good with like sewing machine but they were not comfortable. The elastic was hurting their ears, and mm. it looked good, but it's not very breathable. I can tell right away you're gonna have struggle breathing because it's very thick material, and that fabric was not made to mm-hmm. um, for you know breathing through. Mm-hmm. Hey, some of them uh, very look very very nice. Yeah, no, I mean it's just yeah. thing. it looked nice. It's just not mm-hmm. comfortable, and the practicality was not there. But I mean, it you know mm-hmm. thought thoughts out. I did have one friend that said. Her mom was learning how to knit the mask, and I thought, no, that <laughs> is the worst type of sewing you can do, or or like crafting you can do to make these masks, because that it's is a bunch a, of holes. Yes, might as well just put like a fishnet over your face. Uh, yeah. But I guess the mom was doing it more as a hobby than anything. So I'm like, all right, well, as long as you guys are doing other things besides using those, I think you're good. But that's yeah. scary. So here's the funny thing, you know, lately. We're out of toilet paper at the stores. Yeah. Um, we're out of uh, hand sanitizers. Is a- we're out of alcohol, which is crazy because there's a trend online where people are making um, hand sanitizers at home. So they basically mix like different types of gel with uh, uh, alcohol. Which they're not doing the right. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you did an um. You you did some research on it too, right? Uh- where you had to mix a certain amount in order to get. Oh no that that uh, was percentage. that was going back to my uh uh biology uh class in college yeah. where uh you had to make mix certain solutions to get the right concentration so say mm-hmm. you're mixing a type of acid but you only my want hair's a little calm down k pop <laughs> star uh say you're mixing like an acid but you want it to be a, mm-hmm. only a certain a certain strength 
So you have to dilute it till it's at that exact percentage or that exact strength mm-hmm. or pH. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a formula you can do. Like pretty much, you're, you're balancing out the two uh, concentrations, which in this case, adding mm-hmm. water to the alcohol, which is zero percent, to what the mm-hmm. what, what was what was the highest one? Ninety nine percent alcohol. Ninety percent alcohol. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, like ninety nine percent alcohol. Like how much of the ninety nine percent do you have to put into uh, uh, how much of the zero percent alcohol, which is the water? Do you have to put into the mm-hmm. alcohol, which is ninety nine percent, to balance it out to at least seventy percent, um, mm-hmm. and well, seventy percent, sixty percent, sixty percent is where we landed on, right? Sixty percent is the borderline where the it's, minimum, uh, yeah, you know, it kills bare minimum where it kills the germs and viruses. Yeah, because the thing is, yeah, if you it's crazy if you mix it poorly, now you diluted it too much, and it, the alcohol is not effective. Yeah, so we're selling it by the gallon right now, and uh, you know, people come here and get it all the time for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's because like if you go to you know CVS or something, it's sold out. Yes. It's not even there. That one is uh, people are hauling this. Yeah, that one we do have a shortage of is hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. all the alcohol is going straight to the hand sanitizer companies. They're using that to make all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. Well, I got my hand. Sa- you got a hand sanitizer right here. <laughs> uh, did you make that? No, this is uh, uh I went to uh, uh Total Wine and they had the uh, Crystal Head vodka, but they finally made the uh-huh. they finally made it in the sample bottle for uh, size, so I decided to get it. Oh, that's funny. I do the big bottles are expensive yeah. as hell. I, I want to try it, but not for that price. Um, but however, this is yeah, like, yeah. this is only forty percent alcohol, so it wouldn't be effective. No. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, shortage for that. Uh, so there's another shortage at the stores too, and that's uh, instant coffee. Have you heard about this? Uh, I haven't heard of that shortage. I uh... okay. So there's a shortage on instant coffee because there's a trend going on right now called uh, Dalgona coffee. It's basically like this: uh, um, uh, you whip the coffee up mm-hmm. so it becomes like this, like really dense cream. Okay, uh, and then you put it on top of like uh, cold milk, and it just floats on top. And it's it's a really big trend right now. It's on TikTok. All the kids are doing it. And uh, yeah, I've been trying to get the coffee for like um, like three days straight. Like I, I knew have, about the trend. Have you gone and then to, I looked online to see. Have you gone to uh, Mexican or any, I guess your area would be Puerto Rican or Cuban grocery stores yet? It's yeah, it's uh, they're they're selling that stuff. That stuff is in front of their store. Oh, okay. That's how they're just trying to get rid of it. Stuff is. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go out my way to get it, yeah. but uh, I mean, I, I was ordering some groceries, so I was like, wait, you know, I'll probably order, uh, you know, a bottle and, and, and try this little challenge that people are doing online. Um, but besides ordering it from like the grocery store, I tried to look on Amazon. It's sold out. Yeah. It's crazy. A lot of random yeah. things are so, have been sold out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 People are hogging a lot of stuff. So uh, this is really easy to make. It's basically two tablespoons of granulated sugar, okay. uh, two tablespoons of instant coffee, and two tablespoons of cold water. Um, so um, you just basically pour all that into like a bowl, mm-hmm. um, and then you start whisking it. And it takes about probably like 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how good of a whisk uh, person that you are. Yeah. Um, I think you're pretty good, right? I mean, you do mm-hmm. a lot of whisking when it comes to like making uh, you gotta, uh, baking. I mean, stuff. if you want to make a good omelet, you have to whisk the crap out of the eggs. So yeah, you have to be good at it. Oh yeah, you got to fluff that up yep. and put a lot of air in there. Yep. Yeah, so w- once you fluff it up and it's to that right consistency, uh, you just pour a little bit, a bit of milk into a glass and you pour this right on top and it looks 
it looks so good. Uh, it, it looks like uh, something that you would see on Instagram. So actually, I ha- yeah, I have been see- you try I it. have been seen on Instagram. That's before we start recording. I told you I've seen that. I haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll yeah. pass. Maybe this is something that you can <laughs> do with uh, Martha when, when you. She is a coffee lover. Her, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. She'll love this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe I'll sh- I'll show it to her. At the very least, it's it, like you said, it's a very grammable picture to take afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So how how are you getting your groceries? Are you still going to the store? Um, what are you doing basically? So I'm still going to the grocery store. Uh, the supplies mm-hmm. have started to kind of balance out now. Um, mm-hmm. the, there's actually produce now. Uh, regular yeah, co- eggs was a problem. Eggs were a problem. Uh, they're, eggs, they're kind of coming yeah. back now in some grocery stores. You can at the very least you can go before noon and still find them in grocery stores. Uh, mm-hmm. I have. Let me see. The coffee is back in stock again. Regular coffee that was gone for for a while. Mm-hmm. I guess people knew knew they're going to stuck in indoors for a while and they wanted a little per, a little pick me up. Uh, mm-hmm. Pasta is still kind of scarce, but it still comes up every now and then. Really? Yeah. Uh, instant noodles is coming back though. That's slowly. O- mm-hmm. Only the weird flavors now though. That just like the the, mm. the strange <laughs> combinations uh, are there. But at least you know they're slowly making a comeback. Uh, toilet paper is starting to make come back a little bit, so it's not too bad here. Um, I'm just trying to limit my exposure mm-hmm. at the grocery store. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. it sounds like you guys have it a little bit worse with toilet paper, toilet paper still. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of people here that hog it like no other. Have, but I mean, they 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 also do the thing where at Costco they hand out one pack per person mm-hmm. or per yeah per cart or whatever. Yeah, I, I did see that. Uh, yeah, so, so, some cost. I think it was mm-hmm. in. Uh, uh, Louisiana, I forgot what it was, but they, yeah, like they mm-hmm. showed the inside of the Costco before they opened. They had all the carts uh, lined up, and they all had lined one up. bundle, wow. one bundle of toilet paper in each one. So as people were coming in, they just handed them a cart. Mm-hmm. So that way, they they, they were wow. they had one pack, and that's all they were gonna get. And then everything else is just their own shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, things have bounced out here because they put a lot of restrictions on how many you can buy of item that you know how many of each item you can buy. Uh, I don't know if Costco's new policy is across the United States or just in California, but Costco put that policy. Uh, they will not be accepting returns on toilet paper, water, or hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And other kind of companies have, have started falling suit. So it's I, I think the people that are panic buying are starting to like back off now, knowing that they're not going to make a profit. Um, mm-hmm. And that they're not yeah, gonna a lot of people can't return that stuff yep. too. So once they hog it they're stuck with it <laughs> they're gonna try to sell it but yeah they, you can't sell it on amazon they're gonna kick you out you can't uh, well you can sell it on ebay but i mean you're basically losing money on shipping because these things are huge yep. and uh you know they, they usually take up space and that's what a lot of these uh, shipping companies charge you for yep. is square footage space. yeah yeah Man. so uh for me i've been doing a lot of instacarting uh, have you ever tried Instacart? Uh, no, Martha has though. Uh, she liked it mm-hmm. up until they started forgetting mm-hmm. certain items, and then she had to report. Yeah, it. I had that. I think it's because a lot of people who were out of jobs, they they basically took in this job just to you know get by. Mm-hmm. Um, my first uh, my first order, I got free um, bananas. <laughs> I got free um, like they just mix up your grocery somebody bread. else. Yeah, they just mix it up. Yeah, I got free sausages and stuff, but I'm missing some oh, stuff. Okay. But it kind of compensates. But like, I think I'm getting more because some of the stuff I'm getting is like big bulky stuff. Yeah. Um, 
They're pr- but yeah, I mean, I, I complained and everything. They they did send me some uh, credit back, but that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple times after, pretty consistent. Okay. I ordered my groceries from uh, Aldi, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it seems like they pretty much have every almost everything in stock that I, I, I usually order. So well, um, <clears throat> all the Dollar Tree nine nine cents are great stores right now because they get shipments so regularly. Um, really, oh, yeah. they they're prepared yeah, they're for this type of scenario. Like they, their eggs are cheap too. Yes, I was really surprised how cheap it was. Yeah, no, Mar- Martha's a big big fan of uh, buying produce at the ninety nine cent store because they come in, you know, comes in. She knows the days of the week they come in, and they're perfectly mm-hmm. ripe. They're ready to eat, and she's a big fan of that. So she likes her bananas very ripe. Mm-hmm. Which nice. I'm not. A, okay. I'm not a fan. I like a little bit of green on my bananas. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Anton, I let me see here. Well, first off, I want to give a little shout out to uh, one of our friends. Uh, you remember Crystal Hajazi that we went to junior high with? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she has been she has been doing kind of a fitness thing the last couple of years. Uh, I think she's been trying to get uh, sponsorships and all that. But during the quarantine stuff, she has been posting you know really easy to do or or good workout routines uh, to do at home. Um, some of them are just your mm-hmm. own body weight. Some of them are dumbbells. Others are resistant bands. Uh, so I personally have been doing the insanity workouts at home. Uh, but for those that are trying to stay active, uh, during this whole quarantine and staying at, you know, staying safe at home stuff, uh, go ahead and check out Jazzy fitness on Instagram, J A Z Z I I F I T N E S S. Good workout. She, cool. And these are like, uh, like 15 minute workouts or yeah, she, she actually, if you look on the comments or the caption for each post, she, uh, she marks how long it would take. I think some of them are 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, but really she's showing you the technique and then the rest of it is like you just do your sets oh that's kind of cool yeah. i gotta check that out yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, probably be in very good use for julie once uh she's done with the pregnancy yeah um she's been doing some some of the the trainings and stuff but it's like mostly uh just pregnancy third trimester workouts meanwhile the tra- so yeah the training wow. i've been doing lately is uh drinking <laughs> drinking <laughs> uh, what are you having today uh i got maui brewing company's uh pineapple mana uh, mana wheat so it's delicious i got me me i have yeah that sounds good mm. uh for me i'm having kirkland signature uh purified water <laughs> <laughs> i miss that water <laughs> actually i still have it in my car all right I thought, yeah <clears throat> um so oh um so you know quarantine and everything and uh, you know, how do you co- communicate with your family? Do you usually just give them a call, text them and stuff? Well, my family, I, I mainly keep in contact through uh, social media. So either social media. Yeah. So okay. Instagram, Facebook, uh, really just me posting regularly <laughs> shows that I'm still mm-hmm. alive and well. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. like I'll, or I'll call my mom and stuff like that to see how she's been doing. Uh, she almost I don't know if mm-hmm. I told you, but she almost got stuck in Mexico. Oh no! She way. was wow. she was over there. How, how did she get? Well, uh-huh. well. The, so sorry, burp. Uh, she was over there, and she was gonna be there for another week or so, and then they made the announcement they were gonna shut down the Canadian and Mexican borders. Uh, so oh wow. So they had I think two days. Two American citizens had two days to get back to the United States, or else they were gonna be stuck in, out of the country. Uh, <laughs> Why? That's well, crazy. Two days, day, three days. Just because it shut it down, so they you know, they didn't want travel back and forth. <laughs> so they pretty much said. As of this date, we're not we're not taking any more travel from these countries either through either driving mm-hmm. or flying. So if you are American citizen and you're in this country, get your butts back before this date. Um. So luckily she made it, but 
she had okay so she was coming back say friday she she could have gotten a flight on friday but she was also mm-hmm. in mexico to pick up a dog that she adopted and the flight did not have space for an animal so the next closest flight oh, no. was a sunday which is the last day and my mom's like yeah i got the flight ready uh the dogs got their paperwork we can bring them over uh i'll call you when when we land in lax and then from lax she was gonna drive to arizona uh where she lives uh so she was just trying to make sure that oh. she was she was trying to make sure that everything was still up and running and i told them like lax is open mm-hmm. clearly because you know they wouldn't book a flight to lax if it wasn't open uh i wasn't sure about the rental car thing and she's mm. like i'll call you when i land and then i'll call you again when i when uh i arrive at home i'm like okay cool uh monday comes and my girlfriend asks, hey how's your mom I'm like huh she never called me and then tuesday my brother comes over and he's like hey have you heard from mom I'm like no i thought she called you and he goes i thought she called you so right away like we <laughs> i try to call her make sure she got home all right uh uh-huh. yeah so it's just funny though so did she get home or- yeah she got home all right she just I, I think it was just such a long journey like you know dealing with the airport probably crowded because it was, it was the last day uh landing in lax and then trying to get a rental car to drive to vegas where her car was and then from vegas driving to uh her home in uh in arizona wow so i'm pr- I'm like I don't, <laughs> what a journey yeah, like i don't blame her like yeah. like she had a long ass journey yeah. i don't blame her for that uh, but yeah, so that that was crazy. Um, but yeah, so so uh, t- the dog never ended up going. Yeah, or? yeah, she brought the dog home. She she showed me. It's a okay. How how big is the dog? It's relatively small. It's a can't. Oh, yeah, I, okay. So she could put him in a kennel and put him under seat. Well, right? no, it was a it was like a I was like a labradoodle kind of thing that size. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of like a a big terrier, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's a fairly good sized dog. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh for me i was using zoom have you used zoom before no but i've been seeing a lot of posts about it um uh, i know a lot of companies have yeah, adopted some, it. some bad things about it yeah, yeah. companies have adopted um, it. schools have adopted it and oh my god the school one i feel i feel bad for students now because people mm-hmm. have no etiquette yeah. so yeah so uh, i've been using zoom to communicate with uh you know um the rest of my family in california uh, I got cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. We basically just zoom like the whole entire screen is like filled up with like uh, different homes and we're just ha- having a blast. We're just talking about stuff and uh, you can play Pictionary on there, which is kind of cool. You play Hangman. Uh, I've seen the background stuff too. And uh, yeah, yeah. The background stuff yeah. that you can do on your um, your uh, your Mac. Yeah. Um, but in this case, you know, Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, all that Zoom bomb uh, that's going on where... Like you said, in in a classroom that they're trying to have online, some kid would, someone can, you know, go into the classroom anytime and just like zoom bomb it. Yeah. And uh, not yeah. even not even zoom bombing. It's uh, a <clears throat> there's even a meme about it. It's a big security uh, yeah. problem with that software, which is probably why my my, my company isn't using it. Uh, mm-hmm. We we just use conference calls, um, and we just don't we don't deal with video conferencing, at least not outside. In the mm-hmm. in the office, we have like those Cisco conference cameras set up and all that conference room set up uh, for conference room to conference room. But if somebody's working at home, no video conferencing. Yeah, this is such a new company, and I don't think they had they they were moving too fast, mm-hmm. uh, too early. This is they yeah. saw their opportunity and they had to move fast for it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I mean, I started using Zoom last year uh, for business, but that's pretty much it. For, All right. Let's move on. For business purposes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say this is under my quarantine life uh, item, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll add this to my random purchases. Uh, so I picked up, so, uh, we talked about the impact theory, uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, during, mm-hmm. uh, Comic-Con, WonderCon, sorry, mm-hmm. WonderCon last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I interviewed the founder and CEO of impact theory, uh, for when they were releasing the Steve, A- the Steve Aoki, uh, collaboration, neon future, neon future. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't, they did a free bundle, uh, release a couple couple days ago where you would get a free copy of neon future and also a free copy of another comic series uh, called hexagon uh jesus pay for shipping i think it was like four bucks five bucks uh so i i was mm-hmm. reading those checking them out uh i have skip over neon future because we've talked about that before uh but hexagon is a collaboration with uh dj don diablo and michael marucci 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 m-o-r i love don diablo he's he's really good but uh, so I, I like i'm starting music. to see a trend with impact theory <laughs> like they seem to pick up either musicians or artists and then you know kind of work with the cre- creating of a world that they've imagined uh so mm-hmm. hexagon it takes place in the 1980s a uh, kid named don uh his dad has banned them from playing any any kind of arcade games uh you know big foreshadowing <laughs> about what comes <laughs> what happens in that first episode uh first uh uh issue uh sure. his friends drag him to this thing that the local arcade was having called all night gameathon which is just pretty much a, a pizza party at an arcade all night you know, late at night uh yeah. where his friends uh pushed him to to try a game called crucible which is mm, how can put it i guess like galaga it's like you're 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 just like a mm-hmm. pixelated spaceship and you're trying to fight giant monsters okay so not destiny okay no no not like that it's, i mean it's, it's the 1980s so it's, everything's pixelated <laughs> uh yeah. and yeah so in spoiler a little bit of a spoiler uh he beats the popular game on his first try or his first quarter because we're in the 1980s uh and then mm-hmm. beating that game has triggered an alien invasion in which don is sucked into the battle and his father knew about it yeah all oh, this is in the first issue so it's kind of like uh, the book armada armada <laughs> it's kind of like armada the last starfighter uh ender's game mm-hmm. kind of in a way mm-hmm. uh it's i mean not the most original story but the art was nice i, I like it and it's like a fun story um so i, I mean mm-hmm. I'll, I'll check it out uh, the good thing about some of these uh, issues for, with Impact Theory is they have standard pricing for the prints, but they have digital free mm-hmm. digital copies uh, for a lot of their issues. I think most of the Neon Future series is free free to download. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so check mm-hmm. it out. I, I think I I only read the first issue of Neon Future, so I'll probably go back and now that I know it's free, uh, go back and check out the other issues for that one. Mm-hmm. All right uh all right so enough of that let's get into news no well actually one more random purchase (laughs) okay (laughs) the the theory 11 deck (laughs) oh okay yeah Yeah. so i picked i have that one right here yeah so i picked up the neil patrick i have a couple of them in there yeah i picked up the neil patrick harris theory 11 deck uh very awesome art i get why you were such a a big fan of this brand uh even my Mm -hmm. brother who's not really much of a you know he's not he's not into magic he's not into cards uh, he picked up the deck and he just opened it up. And he's like, holy crap, these feel really, really nice. And uh, he was digging the art. Mm-hmm. And I liked it so much that I picked up the uh, the Star Wars, the blue deck, and then the red deck is somewhere in the mail. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's made by them too. Yep, yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, Theory Eleven. Mm-hmm. Dig it. Uh, it's definitely something you need to feel for yourself and see the art up close to appreciate. All right, I thought yeah. thirty. JJ hooked them up to to get that done, and I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Yep. Let's get into the news, Anton. All right, news time. Uh, just so much going on. We, I mean, it's kind of hard to keep things moving here. Uh, first story mm-hmm. here is uh, Stewie and Brian podcast. Uh, so for you Family Guy fans, uh, be happy to know that the the creator and the voice of many of the characters. Uh, oh my God, uh, what's his name? McFarlane. Seth. Seth McFarlane. McFarlane. I'm like Steve McFarlane. I'm like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Uh, Seth McFarlane. <laughs> uh, did a, just like a random podcast as the voice of Brian Asui uh, on his Instagram and posted up online. Uh, it's it's very it's very funny. If you go to our social media, I posted some of the clips from it. Uh, people have been digging it. I hope I hope he does another one because this is it was made me cracking up. Uh, they had Collins from uh, Peter and Quagmire, and uh, they <laughs> behaved exactly the way you would expect. Did you check it out yet? Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> Um, I, I, it kind of reminds me of, uh, what John Krasinski is doing right now too. Oh, He's doing some, SGN, which is some like good news. some good news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, po- yeah. posted some of those clips too. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what? I appreciate what John Krasinski is doing because, uh, it is nice to see some, uh, appreciation for the people doing good out there. So that, that, that actually, mm-hmm. I, I, I watched it hoping it would just be him being goofy and a smart ass, you know, being a gym. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and then I, I appreciated the stories he covered and yes he was also goofy and being a gym yeah did you see the second one yet? no not yet but i did see uh the the cast of hamilton the first one with jim carroll oh yeah yeah that's the second yeah one. i'm just saying I, I i did see that the second one had the cast of hamilton but i haven't seen the, the episode itself mm-hmm. yet yeah so after seeing that second one i think you should go see hamilton it's so good God. yeah i have to go see it were they using zoom <laughs> I saw the screen grabs and I've only, yeah, I've only... yeah, they were using oh, Zoom. God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So, if people want to check out Stewie and Brian podcast clips, they can check out on our Instagram. Um, so, what's up with Sonic? So, this is just a quick announcement. So, like many of the movies coming out or that, that came out not too long ago or were planning to come out, uh, Sonic is now available on digital. I think it's rental, traditional rental prices. Uh, but to piggyback mm-hmm. off of something we talked about last episode, I was right. Onward is available on Disney Plus, so it sounds like they did mm-hmm. uh, a rental or, or like a digital rental for uh, a couple of days or maybe a week or two, and then they released mm-hmm. it on Disney Plus. But it's sti- if you don't have Disney Plus, it's still available for rental in other places. Uh, mm-hmm. So I will probably be checking out this weekend. It's a cost of a rental, which is crazy. Why? It's a no-brainer. Oh, Disney Plus? Oh, for real? It's like what? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I forgot. It's seventy nine nine. Yeah. Six ninety seven nine proto was, but it's super cheap. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Uh next story here. HBO uh is now free. Kind of. So mm-hmm. HBO Go, yeah. HBO Now, um, has a free version or free uh, uh shows and movies on where you don't need a subscription for it. Uh it's select movies and shows, but it's a good way to catch up on some of these uh shows or movies that people have talked about. Um, I mean it's it's kind of weird because since you don't have an account, it doesn't save your spot. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, beggars can't be choosers. It's free. Yeah, I, I have an account with him. I'm watching Westworld right now, season three, mm-hmm. 
Um, it's very confusing. Uh, it's not at that point where your mind is fucked yet. Um, <laughs> not, not, not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean, uh, somewhat. I mean, it's, I guess you can call it foreplay. Hmm. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's teasing you. Dude, uh, talking about um, Hamilton, there's that show, uh, His Dark Materials, which is uh, based on uh, Golden Compass. It stars oh. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I've heard, I mm-hmm. heard in an interview they were promoting it. Um, and I think we you talked about it too mm-hmm. in one of our other episodes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's on the list of free, but I'll double check. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think the only real notable one I saw on there was uh, Detective Pikachu, which rewatching it, you know, Ryan Reynolds is still still freaking hilarious. <laughs> that one scene where Pikachu is walking down yeah. walking down the bridge, <laughs> singing the original Pokemon theme song. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, and I just remembered. <laughs> so the, I I showed my girlfriend the the rebooted Star Trek movie, the first one, uh, and mm-hmm. to, to kind of test her, she she passed the Star Wars test. Uh, and she mm-hmm. she loved uh, Star Trek. She so it took her it took yeah. her some getting used to. It. I kind of had to give her some background as the movie was going on, but uh, she got into it. She dug it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. She liked Bones. It's kind of cool to, to, to see that it, it is a reboot. So you know, it, it's it's a good place to start for new fans. Yeah, she was kind of confused about why uh, Leonard Nimoy or where she, she he said it he, the way she said it. Uh, uh, wasn't that guy from the from the other show? Uh, I had to explain to her my heroes. Huh? No, 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 no. The the Leonard Nimoy, like coming back as Spock. Uh, I had expl- oh, I had to explain oh, to her. Okay. I'm like, this is them trying to reboot it, but not reboot it. So the way they got around it was they got they they pretty much said the original show still happened, but now we are in a different timeline. So mm-hmm. different. <laughs> I'm like, it it, it it was a very it was a very strategic way of. Not pissing off the original fans, but also giving a fresh start to new potential fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm cool. Yeah, dug it. I'm probably gonna have her check out the other shows, the other movies too, to see how she digs it. Um, and then finally, mm-hmm. here our last news story: uh, the Purge siren. So the police in Louisiana use a siren to it to sound when the curfew started. You know, once the curfew starts, do not go outside, stay home. Uh, mm-hmm. however, the siren they used sounded suspiciously, suspiciously like the signal for the purge in the movie, the purge. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I, I posted a, <laughs> especially for people who've seen that movie. Yeah. I posted it on our social media. Th- thank you. IGN.com for, for grabbing the audio. Uh, it is, I'm surprised there weren't, there weren't any incidences cause you know, if there's a crazy enough person to think to, that saw the movie and was waiting for shit to hit the fan, they hear that sound mm-hmm. could cause some problems. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Louisiana police have uh, stopped using that sound probably for the best. Mm-hmm. They should use something like the Star Wars uh, hangar sounds and stuff. The emergency sounds. Oh, sorry. I was about to do it. I was about to do it, <laughs> but then I realized that that was the Star Trek uh, attack sound. Let's get into streaming. All right, streaming. All right, Anton. So last episode, uh, I talked about that I wanted to check out the show Motherland, uh, Fort Salem. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of refresher. It's uh, about uh, an alternate timeline where the wit- the Salem witch trials never happened, 
and witches were actually, uh, you know, real. And as the country developed and, and grew, uh, witches became part of culture and to the point where the military has a branch of the military for witches. Uh, I saw the first episode mm. and it is surprisingly intriguing. I thought it was going to be cheesy. Mm. Me and my girlfriend were kind of making fun of it, like the concept of it. And the first scene is, I can put it. Okay. So like any, any, you know, or, sorry, not any, a good way to get a, co- a country to go to war is through a terrorist act, right? That's something that happened 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, the, being attacked kind of unifies the country and stuff like that so in this one it was a terrorist attack but it was a witch terrorist attack what happened was a witch went to a public or public to a shopping mall and just kind of did did some magic and people just started jumping off the second floor dropping just killing themselves and i mean pretty much if it wasn't for a witch you would assume it was like a biological attack or chemical attack mm-hmm. of some sort. So uh, that kind of, uh, you know, gets the brand, the the military up and running that, you know, there, there is a threat and they need to go to war. Uh, it, this follows three witches. Uh, so I guess each squad, instead of the traditional military squad, the squad is actually made up three witches, uh, the leader, the healer, and the seer. And they work in units. It's not bad. I, I you know what? I, again, I went to the show expecting it to be super cheesy uh hogwarts with a, a a military uniform instead of robes and i came out going mm-hmm. i kind of want to see where this is going i i like it i mean for for this being uh, i would say abc family this is a free form uh i'm it's surprisingly dark but without crossing too many lines and i'm kind of curious to see how far this goes good budget though oh that's what i was gonna ask you <laughs> and so it actually looks uh pretty decent and it looks like they they did put a lot into uh, the first episode. Yeah, it looks decent. Um, the fight scenes aren't great, but then again, they're just they're really relying more on their magic. Uh, there is some mm-hmm. scenes where they're controlling the weather, uh, levitating. Um, it's I, I'm kind of curious. If maybe they they use their budget on the first few episodes to grab people, but so far mm-hmm. it's uh, surprisingly well well budgeted and and good effects. So kind of curious to see how it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So uh, is it uh, does it come out every single week or is it? Um, yeah, I think it comes out every uh, one of those. Yeah, I think it comes right. out every Friday. I've been watching it on Hulu. Mm, okay, yep. cool. All right, so uh, I just finished catching up on the second part of Seven Seeds. I think I've talked about this before. Uh, quick refresher: Seven Seeds is about um, you know uh, kind of like what's going on right now with COVID nineteen. Um, so in this Seven Seeds is all these people around the world are getting sick and people are dying slowly. So they basically built this giant uh, bunker underground. It's kind of like a theme park, basically, with like lots of hotel and everything. People are living down there, waiting for everybody above to pretty much quarantine. And uh, by the time that, you know, they, they can go out and start living again. Mm-hmm. So over time, um, you know, the, all the governments from all around the world are basically uh, putting together a secret program where all these people are training to basically um, hibernate for like, I think, 100, 200 years or something like that. And then when they come back to life, they start to um, repopulate the world again. So basically, um, 
the people that were in that bunker, everybody died because there were some people that were uh, spreading the sickness inside that bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually um, they had to uh, maximize their time by getting these people in these secret programs to basically hibernate as soon as possible so then they can prepare for the future. So then, you know, um, sometime 200 years in the future, uh, these people are coming out, but they're coming out as uh, different segments of groups. So there's a, a summer group A, summer group B, and autumn. So there's like different teams of uh, uh, different groups where they spawn in different areas mm-hmm. and they start to pretty much survive. They would have a leader in each group that knows how to survive really well. Okay. Um, yep. And this is 200 years later. So a lot of things happen so the, on on Earth. so the, the title makes sense now why it's called seven seeds yeah uh it sounds a little mm-hmm. bit um well the first part it sounded like a little bit like <clears throat> like red mars the book red mars and then the second yeah. half sounded like the uh the show the hundred i don't know if you ever saw that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. same thing i, I mean i kind of kind of interesting is this animated or is this uh yeah it's anime okay. it's anime it's very dark I it's bet. not the traditional uh anime like naruto or something um it feels very akira okay uh you've seen akira yeah been a while but yeah it's kind of like that yeah um yeah i highly recommend this if you're into like um walking dead this one really focuses on each character everybody's different everybody's uh, there are some people that are connected somehow um like they have a love interest or something but they got split up stuff like that Mm -hmm. um yeah, and everybody has their own stories, and 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 when you think you have like a favorite character, something always happens uh, to them. Just like don't don't get attached. So know. so it's like The Walking Dead. Don't get attached. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I kind of like this. Mm. This is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. So other than that, I checked out Star Wars Resistance, and that takes place during uh, the three movies that came out recently. So it's kind of cool. Uh, it. It's a story about um, pilots, um, resistant pilots. And uh, it coincides with stuff that's going on in the movies. Okay. So you would see BB-8, you would see Poe Dameron, um, and you would see uh, General Leia Organa. Okay. So She has so many titles, (laughs) I'm trying to get them. So so this is pretty much the resistance before uh, Ray joined them, right? Uh, A little bit before and during. I think it's... uh, at the part where I'm at right now, it's during because Poe picked up BB-8 to go on uh, a mission in on Jakku. Okay. So I think that's the mission that we see in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, he so, would do a good uh, yeah. uh, data from that one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. You get to see a lot of BB-8 in the very beginning on the first season. Second season is where it starts getting into the movies. Cool. Uh, how many episodes so, so far? Yeah. I think it's only two seasons right, right okay. now. Uh, I think each season has about like 18 to 20 episodes oh, okay. or something so really like good length so are they like 20 minute episodes or 40 uh they're 24 minutes okay. uh i'll tell you what i don't that the the, the main character and the animation it's so shaded mm-hmm. it's different than the uh the last two previous uh star wars shows okay. um I don't really like the character, but he grows on you. Like you have to really watch it and keep going in order to appreciate the character. And I think that was the same thing with Rebels too. And then at the end of Rebels, I'm like super attached to the characters. Like I care about every single one of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. 
yeah. Disney Plus? Uh, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Uh, dig it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to skip one of my shows here. I'm going to go on to uh, Silicon Valley Season 7. Uh, this is one of the shows I was checking out on the free HBO. Um, last year, I got the, I, I saw the first six seasons, uh, but my membership ended, or my subscription ended uh, before Season 7 came out. Uh, so I'm using this opportunity to catch up. And I don't know how to talk about this without spoilers. All I gotta say is uh, the name Pied Piper is very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you know the rhythm of the seasons in the show, the ending is no surprise. Uh, one, one thing I have to point out, though, is they really tried hard to hide uh, Kumal Nanjiani's uh, muscles. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the first episode they showed him... Uh, you know, with a in a polo shirt, and it made no sense, especially because I watched the last episode of season six again to catch up. He was like not scrawny, but he had no muscle definition. And then come mm-hmm. first episode of season seven, yeah, exactly. Uh, come <laughs> first episode of season seven, all of a sudden he's all jacked. And for those yeah. that don't know why, it's because he was training for the upcoming movie. I mean, whenever it's going to get released, but the upcoming movie, uh, The Eternals. Uh, for the MCU, and it was kind of distracting to the point where I think after they filmed the first episode, they realized we need to cover it up. So going forward, he always wore a baggy long sleeve or uh, a windbreaker. Like he was never in he was never in a short sleeve ever again. And I think I think it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if if you're a fan of Silicon Valley, I think this is a very appropriate ending for the show. Um, it is a very while while humorous, very realistic view of how things work in the tech industry, both the good and the bad. Um, mm-hmm. The people just trying to profit, make a quick buck, not really caring about technology. The people that are really passionate about what they do but end up suffering uh, makes me. As much as I want to be a rich Silicon Valley person, I think I'd be too stressed to ever enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So check out. So uh, uh, go ahead. Okay, so since you watched it, um, how how did you feel about uh, Eric Buckman leaving the show? I felt it was that's one thing I don't want to talk about, but I'll just say it. It, it I, I felt very teased throughout the season. They kept they kept mm-hmm. talking about him. I knew um, that the actor left uh, for numerous reasons, uh, both with the issues with the, you know drama behind the scene. Um, well, I think that was that was pretty much it. Just shot behind the scenes. Oh, oh actually, and and also he <laughs> he got arrested for uh, a potential terrorist threats when he he said there was a bomb on the train or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's when that's yeah. when HBO used as an excuse to finally fire him. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I I was really hoping that they would uh, bring him back at least for the last episode because again they kept talking about him. They kept referencing him uh they even said where he was and then mm-hmm. nothing so I, I don't know i i if, if you're looking for some closure to for that character in that season you're not going to get it really yeah i mean at least uh they they, they kept jin yang <laughs> i will say jin yang very blo- very, very much blossomed this ep- this series or this season uh he was kind of yeah. a background character in the other seasons and then uh mm-hmm. this one he really took that uh that front row seat and and really milked it um he's mm-hmm. gonna be in that uh the new show with uh steve carell uh space force 
Yeah, Space Wars. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in the uh, control panel. Yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. we didn't add it to our list, but uh, there were some some uh, some snap snapshots, screen grabs from uh, the upcoming show that they posted on social media. I probably post that on ours, uh, so people can check it out. It looks interesting. It looks more sitcommy than I was expecting, more goofy than I was expecting, yeah. but we'll see. All right. So new date on uh, Eternals has been released uh, five days ago. It is going to be February 12th, 2021. So almost a year. Yeah. Yeah, almost a year. There's a whole bunch of other movies that they got uh, official dates for now. Um, but yeah, th- I oh. still think it's too early. But um, some of the uh, ones I'm looking forward to is Bob's Burger. Uh, that's going to be April 9th, mm-hmm. uh, 2021. And then uh, May 7th for Shang-Chi. Yeah, a lot of these movies are... <laughs> are just up in the air at this point. Yeah, some of them are are, are, are in position now. They're, they have a, a tentative release date, depending on how the, the movie theater thing goes. Because I think right now the, mm-hmm. the AMC is targeting a June reopening date, but really, I don't think that's mm-hmm. up to them. <laughs> it's not It's not yeah. realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of these movies are, are, are still up in the air. Like, I think um, The New Mutants, that one does not have any release date. And that is going to be the fifth rescheduling or fourth rescheduling? Probably fifth because it's been like three and a half years. Yeah, I, I think there was it was originally yeah. scheduled and then it was pulled out for editing and then it was scheduled again and then the the Fox Disney deal went through so they pulled it out and I think I think this is definitely mm-hmm. the fourth one. I think this is gonna be the third the third mm-hmm. date and then <laughs> through no fault of anyone other than this virus gets pulled out again mm-hmm. from theaters so a, a month before release yeah. right it was supposed to come out this month mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. April, or this month or yeah. in march uh i think it was supposed to be in uh april, april? yeah um yeah, yeah. That, that movie is cursed i i i blame mm-hmm. covid19 on new mutants all right so enough of streaming uh let's get into our last segment gaming all right, Anton. Uh, I picked up this new fangled game called Animal Crossing: New Horizons. I think you picked it up too. Yeah, I picked it up too. I haven't touched it. You haven't touched it. Uh, it no. is exactly what I was expecting. It is a lot of mm-hmm. um, task work, and yeah. you kind of zone out. Uh, I will say it's kind of like a Second Life. <laughs> kind of. Uh, so yeah. for people that don't aren't familiar with it, you are uh, you go on a vacation to this deserted island. And you help develop it by building homes, uh, looking for documenting the species on the island, you know, the fish, the bugs, um, and the plant life. And then you also, you know, uh, gather resources to build items that you either use to decorate your home or you sell to make money. Uh, It is very, very zen. (laughs) I can put it that way. Like, I'm not exactly thrilled when I'm playing it. But I'm also very relaxed mm-hmm. while I'm playing it. Um, I will say this is a very <laughs> cutesy way of of of, uh, of showing human trafficking. <laughs> human trafficking. Okay, you, so you, you sign up for a vacation, right? It's a it, you, you're going mm-hmm. on a, re, a resort. You land on mm-hmm. the island only to realize there's no resort, and you are actually uh, asked to help build the resort. And oh, by the way, <laughs> they're charging you for the vacation still. Don't worry, you can pay us back by doing work for us. 
<laughs> I, was, I was I was like yeah I I know that kids maybe even teenagers won't see this or like they'll just see it like it's a weird uh-huh. concept as an adult and <laughs> seeing some dark documentaries this is human trafficking <laughs> this is you know this is like kidnapping somebody and then taking them across the border or shipping them from another country and then telling them uh you know you owe us this much money you can work it off through prostitution <laughs> And then once you once you earn <laughs> enough money, we'll give you back your passport or whatever. Wow! Yeah. They should rename this game uh, Tijuana. Uh, hence the game. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, dude. Asian countries do it too. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is why the the headline uh, at the beginning of the episode was uh, "Animals, Human Trafficking." Because <laughs> you are a human, but all the other cra- all the other characters are animals, and you you're the one that gets kidnapped. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So check it out. I. I I'm curious. I haven't really interacted with anybody because I don't know who else has the game. I'll probably post it on social to, mm-hmm. uh, to get some so, friends. So this game alone is the reason why the Switches are out of stock at stores. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think right now the only kind yeah. of Switch you'll find is the Switch Lite. Uh, mm-hmm. And even then, that's kind of a hard... That's what a lot of people are getting, too, because they just want to get a Switch. Yeah. Well, I think the first pick was the, the, the original Switch because since you're in mm-hmm. quarantine, you kind of want a family system uh mm-hmm. however if you don't give an f about the p- other people in your home and you just want to play the game then yes the switch light is uh it's a nice uh option to have um but yeah those are those are also scarce i think there's only out of out of like the five targets nearest to me only one of them had a switch light and then the others would get them the next week so i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so modern warfare battle royale so so you played it? No. <laughs> and uh, I'll <laughs> tell you why. It is a fucking big game. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Did you see the screenshot I sent you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it's taking up your whole entire hard drive. Yeah. Uh, so normally for games that we've downloaded, I think the highest I've seen is 40 gigs, 30 gigs around there. Um, mm-hmm. Either on, that I've downloaded from a digital copy or that I've installed from a CD. Uh, mm-hmm. this game is over a hundred gigs. Whoa! But wow, yeah, that's insane. Look at this. Look at the screenshot I sent you. Uh, I think it was estimated anywhere between six hours to ten hours to install. So I paused it because I knew it was going to finish before we started recording, and I'll probably just leave my Xbox on overnight. Hopefully, it's done when nobody's using any bandwidth in my house. Wow! Is it possible to get a uh, physical copy of this game, or is it only for download? I think it's only for download. Uh, but the thing is, it's free. Mm. That's what sold me on it. I know we talked about it last episode. That I was, you know, kind of eyeballing it because I wanted a, I wanted the the battle royale uh, gameplay. And then, uh, mm-hmm. right, I, you know, I'm loading up Xbox to watch uh, Hulu, and then right there on the ad it says, you know, Modern Warfare Battle Royale free. <laughs> and it looks badass, dude. I, I recommend you look at the trailer. Uh, a lot of it's kind of cinematic and just for you know. You know how Modern Warfare likes to do kind of a a movie-ish style to their trailers and not like real gameplay all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks fun as hell. And uh, the weapons, the way you can kill people, it is Call of Duty. It's it's very... It gives you a lot of different variations. Um, mm-hmm. uh, personally, I was more PUBG than um, uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. I, was, I, I saw the logo. I couldn't think of the name. Uh, <laughs> than Fortnite... Were you more Fortnite than PUBG, or are you PUBG more than Fortnite? Because 
I'm PUBG more than Fortnite. Okay. But I, I do like Fortnite. It's just that so many kids are on yeah, it. Yeah, and that's the thing. So I, I like I like PUBG because it felt more realistic. Uh, mm-hmm. The two downsides was, at the time, uh, it was very uh, limited. The weapons and the, the graphics were limited um, because it was free and it was just, it was a beta. Uh, and then the other mm-hmm. part was uh the the actual feel of the of the weapons while i liked mm-hmm. the touch of being able to when i'm sniping somebody that's far away i had to lead them ahead i had to lead my scope ahead of them mm-hmm. to to kind of match their speed uh it never really felt good like it never felt right so i'm excited about modern mm-hmm. warfare because i think we talked about last episode modern warfare got weapons right you get the recoil right the feel right i want to play PUBG with modern warfare weapons so i'm excited for this i really want to try it out um, i'm hoping we can try it out this weekend if we both have time mm-hmm. all right so for our last topic uh resident evil 3 i'm not going to talk about it that much because you just reminded me of something that i would like to talk about instead <laughs> uh but resident evil 3 uh takes place after uh resident evil 2 duh um but the new rendition of it um the new remake basically of the game and it's kind of cool like um um it looks totally different than the old game i mean it's based on the old game uh i think this is a it's more of a prequel mm-hmm. to resident evil 3 i mean uh, uh resident evil 2 uh they're just telling the story of um how like these characters in the game who work on a uh task force for the police called stars and uh, um, the second uh, Resident Evil is basically uh, based on two characters, Leon and Cl- uh, Claire. Uh, and then this one is based on Jill and Carlos. So basically like how Jill and Carlos was already there before uh, before Leon and Claire. So anyways, uh, really awesome game. Uh, if you're a big fan of Resident Evil series, mm-hmm. uh, it looks really fun. Um and I, I've just been watching videos of people playing it online because I don't really have time to play, but it looks really cool. So, anyways, oh, uh, this uh, other uh, game uh, I want to uh, before we but. leave uh, Resident Evil, I did see uh, I think it was IGN or one of the gaming uh, uh, companies reviewed the I put up put up an infographic of the entire Resident Evil franchise from the very first one in PlayStation PlayStation One uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, current. And they, like they they put the scores for each one, and they showed that the game started declining in score. And then when they started remaking these, re- yeah, remaking these games, the scores climbed up because it seemed like they learned their lesson. They knew what they got wrong, and they just they they, they you know they re released it again and got it right. Yeah, it's pretty solid, yeah. dude. Um, the story's good. The writing's good. The uh, the the motion capture, the acting. Well, yeah, everything's spot yeah. on. Like it felt like a, if it's better than the movies. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyways, um, th- there's this game I want to talk about. It's called uh, um, Valorant. Valorant. Uh, it's Valiant. made by uh, Riot Studios. Have you heard of Riot Studios? Uh, I might be thinking of it of an actual game equipment. I don't think so. It. Yeah, it's uh, Valorant. And uh, yeah, so it's made by Riot Games. They make games like uh, League of Legends. Okay. Uh, probably the biggest game in the world. Um, we don't play it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so Valorant is kind of interesting. It's kind of a crossbreed between Counter-Strike 
and Overwatch. Okay. And uh, at the very beginning of the game, you buy your weapons, you buy your uh, your powers and everything. So there's like a buy screen. Like, you know how like uh, you go on Counter-Strike, you press B, whatever, and you get pick your guns with a bunch of buttons. That's what it is at the very beginning. And then as you start playing, um, it's like Counter-Strike because uh, if you die, you have to wait until the next round, which is not cool. Mm. But that's just how that so game eliminate, is. So um, elimination. Anyways, yeah, so elimination. And the, the cool thing about this is the reason why I say Overwatch is because uh, you can have like different skills and stuff like that. And uh, it's kind of like the ultimates that you use in Overwatch. Okay. You can use in this game. So it's kind of cool. So is it... Uh, what, what One thing we like about Overwatch is that you don't really... You level up, but your level really has nothing to do with the, your abilities or anything like that. It is, you know, you, you can just pick up the game from the start and you can be as good as some of the best people in the in the, the gaming world, or not gaming world, but in that, you know, mm-hmm. in your division. Uh, is it the same thing with this one? Or do you have to, like, level up your character? I think, uh, I think it's pretty even. Uh, and the cool thing about this game is it's free to play. Okay. Yeah. So I think this game is going to be super popular. Uh, it only started going on uh, beta testing, like, uh, two days ago. But it's a closed beta, so I've only been watching like clips and stuff like that. It looks pretty cool. A lot of people do like it. A lot of people don't like it. There's little ups and downs. I think it just all depends on uh, what fixes they're going to do before the actual game comes out. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the big reasons why people didn't didn't like it is because uh, um, you don't spawn back right away like most of the games that you play now, you Mm -hmm. know. So if you die, that's pretty much uh, it. You have to wait until the end of the. But that's the same thing with like PUBG and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there you go. Um. I I think I mean free to play seems to seems to be the the thing now, um. And then just make mm-hmm. money off the uh the in game purchases or season passes. Um. Mm-hmm. I I wonder how many more companies are gonna be jumping on board, or if this is gonna be a fad that comes and goes. I don't know, but their motto at Riot Games is basically you pay money to buy costumes for your character. Yeah, it's more cosmetic stuff. Yeah, they don't charge people for, um, you know, upgrading your armor or something like, like uh, Apex or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, this one is just strictly just costumes. So they make their money by doing uh, selling tickets at, you know, sponsors and stuff for the events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, so I think that wraps it up for this week. Yes, it does, Anton. And if people want to keep us free, but you know, maybe they want to buy some in-game or in-podcast items, how can they do that? <laughs> they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com. I'm just kidding. There's no slash after that. It's just the2oc.com. Yeah, and uh, you know, maybe buy a sticker, t-shirt, a hat, and there was something that we talked about on the show. Uh, could be purchased from any links that go straight to Amazon, and it gives us a little kickback. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star uh, rating. Um, that helps us a lot. Uh, that is, if you if you have no extra money to spare, that is the best way or the best option uh, to help us out because um, that does move us up on the charts. Um, and you can also mm-hmm. email us at mail at the two oc.com if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for us. Cool. Um, and also, this week's 
podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Um, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, get a free audiobook, download, and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I did read something about uh, Stephen King saying that he's sorry uh, <laughs> for writing stories. So so, so pause that. Um, there is a podcast I listen to called uh, Night Attack where they do a segment called uh, Apologizes For where they have a Google alert search, <laughs> Google alert search uh, saved uh, with the with the phrase Apologizes For. And then they do a game where they say, you know, the name of the company and that they're apologizing and the people have to guess what they're apologizing for. So uh, <laughs> you saying Stephen King apologizes reminded me of that. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, the book that I think a lot of people are trying to refer to is called The Stand. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's on Audible. Yeah, it, it's basically like about a million of. Uh, casual contacts links to like a a chain letter of death type of thing oh. uh so that's what people were trying to refer to yeah got it all right uh, i would recommend ender's game uh since the kind of reference to the ender's comic game. book uh, hexagon that i was telling you about uh it's mm-hmm. you know a little boy gets to uh save the universe from an alien invasion play no just play v- video games what are you talking about Th- the video game is his universe come on anton you mean to tell me when we do Overwatch missions, that is not us saving the world? Oh yeah, that's true. We are saving. <laughs> yes, the world. we are. We're Overwatch. All right. <laughs> All right, Anton. All right. Uh, is that it? We're good. Yep, that's it. Another another show ready for launch. All right, Anton. Uh, for the two OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you guys. Stay safe. Yeah.